Welcome to Head to Headlines here on the Stat Mando Podcast Network. I'm Steve, here with Evan as always, and we're diving into the headlines of disc golf's biggest events. We were planning on taking this week off, but you know, the Beaver State Fling was just such a great event. We had to come back and give you a recap and talk about some of the stats. So let's start in MPO, Evan. Eaglewood Man takes it down. He sure does like the Beaver State Fling. This is his third title at the event, and it's his third straight attempt that he has gotten the win. You would have to go back to 2018 and 2019 when he last played this event and won both of those times before taking a few years off and then winning this year. It was actually his first Disc Golf Pro Tour Silver Start. First one that he's ever played uh, at the silver level, and he takes home the win. That's good for a 100% win rate. It is altogether his eighth Disc Golf Pro Tour win, and his first since 2021 D-Glow. Of course, he won the major European Open last year in dramatic fashion. Uh, But if we're counting just Disc Golf Pro Tours, we have to go back almost two years to that year at D-Glow when he won. Over in FBO, we saw a dramatic finish as well. Steve, give me the cool stuff. Well, so Jen Allen takes down her first DGPT win, and she started off the final round just as as well as you possibly could. She aced hole one in the final round, ended up getting birdies on the next couple holes as well. Uh, just an amazing start. Saw the the replay get on Sports Center, but this is the last or the first time that we've seen a winner ace during the event since Macy Velodiaz at the Lake Marshall Open. Um, that was part of this season's wraparound uh, season. And before that, James Conrad at Worlds in Utah 2021, um, not the holy shot, but he had an ace in the the middle of the tournament on hole 16 at the fort. Um, just such an exciting round and uh, w- was great all the way until the finish. We mentioned it's her first win. It's the longest streak that we've seen of time between first cash and first win on tour, looking at silvers, elites, and majors. 8,393 days since Jen Allen last took, or since she first took cash. Her first cash was in 2000, and that's before Cat Merch was born. Cat was on the card cheering her on the whole time. Uh, the next longest uh, streak that we've seen was also at a silver event. It was Matt Oram back at the 21 Stafford Open. He went 6,930 days between first cash and first win on tour. That's four years shorter than Jen Allen. Um, just great to see her finally take down the win. Um, and she's looking strong going into the next events. And many people know that Jen Allen has been competing in FP40 for years, although still playing FPO on tour. Uh, You may think that she is the first Masters eligible player to take down a Disc Golf Pro Tour event, but that is not true. We have seen it before. Sarah Hokum last year won Masters Cup and Mid-America Open. Uh, In the same year that she played uh, in FP40, she finished fifth at Masters Worlds uh, in FP40. That was her first Masters event uh, in 2020. 2022. She won Masters Cup uh, a few months before and then went on to win Mid-America Open just three weeks after playing FP40. So she was eligible for that whole year, got two wins on tour. That's the only other time we've seen somebody play a Masters division in the same year or prior to winning a Disc Golf Pro Tour event. Uh, 
that being standard stroke play, owned Scoggins one's match play last year after playing an FP40. Uh, we cannot say for certain that Sarah Hokum is the first Masters Masters eligible player to win a disc golf pro tour uh, just due to limited age data. But we do know that Hokum was the first uh, after playing in the division. So with Jen Allen and Eagle McMahon both taking down their first silver event, it seems like this would be pretty rare, but actually it's not. In 24 silver events to date, 12 of them have seen division winners get their first silver win at, at the same event. It's 50%. Half the time it happens. And it, it just goes to show that these silver events are a really great ground for seeing new and unique winners. In FPO, in those 24 events, there have been 15 unique FPO winners. And in the last 13 events, 11 unique winners. Over in MPO, there have been 18 unique silver winners in 24 events. And in the last nine silvers, we've seen different winners every single time. 16 of the last 18 silvers have had unique winners. It's it's just mind-boggling to think about. When we look at the multi-time winners, um, I mentioned the 16 of the last 18 in that time frame. Burr and Dickerson were the only two to pick up multiple wins. And all-time, Waisaki has three wins, and Heiberg and Gerthy also have two wins. But the majority of the time, we see somebody new take it down. Who else do we see finish on the podium, Evan, in MPO? Well, if you've been following disc golf at all this year, uh, especially in MPO, you know that Calvin Heimberg had a good finish. He finished tied for second. He stays number one in disc golf pro tour points for the season, which makes it 31 calculated weeks that he has led disc golf pro tour points. That's weeks after a disc golf pro tour event that adds into the calculation of disc golf pro tour events. This ties Ricky Wysocki for the most calculated weeks leading disc golf pro tour points in MPO. They are tied at 31. And that means if Calvin Heimberg leads disc golf pro tour points for just one more week, he will pass it getting the all time record as we see it now. And let me tell you, he is guaranteed to hold on to the number one spot. He currently leads by 125.95 points, and we're headed to a silver event, the Cascade Challenge in Washington. The most anyone can earn at a silver event is 50 points for first place. So even if Calvin Heimberg doesn't play and somebody else gets 50, uh, they will not be able to pass him and get first place a disc golf pro tour point. So we'll see Calvin Heimberg get to 32. Uh, we also saw Andrew Presnell finish tied for second. This is only his second ever podium on tour. Uh, the first one being 2021 Green Mountain Championship. He is also now sitting 31st in disc golf pro tour points. Uh, that is good for a spot in the tour championship as it sits now. He has played every tour championship since 2017 and he's hoping to make it one more in 2023 uh, going forward we also saw a young phenom uh, make a great display in the final round shooting the hot round of the weekend a 12 down 55 total score uh, in the final round to finish fifth that is carter aarons if i'm pronouncing that correctly uh, like i said he's 15 years old and he's uh taking the reins no more talking about Gannon Burr or Cole Rebellin. This guy is the new young phenom. I'm kidding, of course. We'll still talk about all of them. Uh, interesting enough, Carter is not a Disc Golf Pro Tour rookie since he played four elite or major events last season. So last year was his rookie season. Uh, and although he is 15 years old, he is hitting his sophomore season on tour. All right. Well, we're going to start a new segment here called What If... Looking ahead to the next couple events and talking about what we might see happen and the stats around that. So to kick it off, uh, Holland Hanley just finished second at Beaver State Fling, 
which moved her up into second place in the Disc Golf Pro Tour points race. Evan, what would happen if Hanley were to win next week's silver event, the Cascade Challenge? Well, like you said, Holland Hanley is currently in second place in Disc Golf Pro Tour points, 30 points behind Kristen Tatar. If she finishes solo fifth or better, Holland Hanley will have enough points to pass Kristen Tatar. Uh, if she finishes exactly sixth, they will tie for the lead and share the first place spot. And what about Owen Scoggins? Well, Owen Scoggins is currently uh, currently in third place, not tied, excuse me. Uh, she is only 1.25 points behind Holland Hanley, uh, 31 points or so behind Kristen Tatar. Uh, Owen Scoggins also only needs to finish fifth or better to pass Tatar, but she will need to be ahead of Holland Hanley to get uh, the number one spot uh, and places fifth or better. If either of them take the number one spot, they would be the fifth player to lead Disc Golf Pro Tour points this season in FPO. This season has already seen the record of unique players leading the Disc Golf Pro Tour points with four. The previous record was only three. Uh, so we're seeing the year of unique leaders and unique winners. Uh, this season proves it. It'll be interesting to see if we see that fifth leader in Disc Golf Pro Tour points. But let's head into a player of the year check-in. We're getting we're, – we're at the end of May. We're getting – deep into the season uh let's hear a check-in so here are your Statmando mpo player of the year standings starting off we have calvin heimberg in number one he has 3614 points and was propelled there by his three wins two of which were elite he has only one finish outside of the top six which was his 16th place finish at champions cup Gannon Burr is in second with 2,926 points. He has three wins, one elite, one silver, and one that was off the tour at the Memorial. But because the Statmando rankings are based on field strength, the field was strong enough that he gets points for this event. And uh, he's had a little bit of a roller coaster season. He had a 30th finish and a 19th, but he uh, also has those first place finishes and has been in the top 10 uh, each week in the last seven starts. In third, Eagle McMahon has been moving up the ranks. He's up four spots, 1,935 points. He just picked up his first tour win of this year, um, but he also won the Challenge of Goat Hill uh, in February, which, again, that was a top 20 field strength um, event, and so he gets points for that. And uh, he's, in addition to the win this week, he's had two second-place finishes at Champions Cup in Jonesboro, which have helped him uh, move up in the rankings. In the number four spot, Isaac Robinson, 1,886 points. He's got the only major win of the year so far, and he's had six straight top 10 finishes. Uh, he did finish 20th this week at Beaver State Fling, but um, has been playing extremely well. Notable players not up at the top of the leaderboard. Paul McBeth down in 21st. We'll probably see him uh, slip a couple spots as he's playing in Europe at smaller events uh, with weaker field strengths and uh, won't rejoin the tour until European Open. Chris Dickerson is sitting in 22nd, and Ricky Wysocki, uh, coming back from his uh, complications due to Lyme, uh, he's currently in 46th, but as he continues to play events, if he can stay healthy, he should be moving up the rankings. Let's check into the Statmando Player of the Year race for 2023 in FPO. Kristen Tatar leads with 4,602 points, almost double the next best. She has four wins in seven events, which include a major win, two elite, and a silver. Uh, 
her podium percentage is only 71%, but of course having a dominant year, always being in the uh, thick of the race. Katrina Allen is in second at 2,479 points. She has one win in 10 events, with her win being the first event of the year, the Las Vegas Challenge. Uh, she did finish on the podium at the major we have seen so far, the PDGA Champions Cup. In third place, just narrowly behind is Owen Scoggins with 2,478 points. She has three wins from 13 events across all PDGA uh, events for 2023. However, none of those wins were on tour. Uh, on the tour, she has five podiums from nine starts. Absolutely incredible for Own. And jumping into fourth place, we have Kat Mersch with 1,963 points. She, of course, has that win at Jonesboro, her first career elite or major victory. Uh, but she also does have a few outside top 20 finishes, just holding her down a bit. And then in fifth place, we have Paige Pierce with 1,940 points. Paige Pierce has only played five events this year, but that includes two Disc Golf Pro Tour wins but also includes two outside top 20 finishes as well. Statmando, player of the year rankings, take your top eight finishes for the year. So many of these players still have events to fill out. Before we sign off here, we have to at least mention Jeremy Colling took down the Japan Open. Uh, this is a notable event being made, uh, PDGA major in uh past historical years but this year is actually unsanctioned so you may not see it everywhere uh this is his first disc golf win in asia that we know of uh which means he has now won on four different continents across the globe we had a bonus episode here after the silver event but we wanted to cover the beaver state fling and a few other things we got the cascade challenge coming up in washington but we'll definitely be here at least after the portland open the week following uh if you want to support stat mando you can check out the link in the description to look at our glow z zones or our swirly ringers and we'll see you next time